Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. So anyway, I told him, beat them kids. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, beat them kids. Well, not beat in the sense of like a beating, but you know. Spank you them use kids. A rod. If you don't use the rod, you spoil the child. <laughs> it is kind of a touchy subject. Um, parents, parent. I don't know. I don't know if they just like liken spanking to like a beating them up, but that's not like what the Bible's implying no. when it talks about it. You know, someone when we just came back from our trip uh, from Montana. Like the whole, you know, that whole section right there was just like, your children are so well behaved. Like, oh, the se- section on the plane. Yes. Yeah, se- yeah. Several people stopped me and are when we're getting ready to land, and this lady leans over and she's like, I just want to let you know, like, your kids are so well behaved. And I lean back without fail every time someone compliments my kids, and I lean in and I go, I believe in spanking just because I like to get their reaction because a lot of people don't. And so she goes, Oh. <gasps> That's what I try to tell my daughter to do. That's what I try to tell my daughter. <laughs> I think a lot of times you'll find the older generation is like for it. It's like the younger generation that's somehow not for it. Yeah, this generation anyway is wild and doesn't want any correction and they want to do whatever they want and they want to stop whenever they gets a little bit hard and it's just a completely genera- different generation than when you and I were uh being raised. There was a lot of spanking and my household, <laughs> my parents. Less school shooting. Not that they uh, enjoyed it. Maybe they did. I don't know. Mom or dad, did you enjoy it? They didn't enjoy <laughs> it. I know now because I'm a parent, and I hate giving spankings. I hate it. I start. I now realize the whole, this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. I was like, yeah, right. Let's flip spaces. I'll spank <laughs> your behind. See how you like it. But no. I understand now as a father. That sitting on the stairs doesn't work. Sitting on the stairs never worked. But (laughs) I do not like by any means, like it's the worst having to give a spanking. You know, I I hate it. I I very much hate it. But it's biblical and it's necessary. And it does, uh, as the Bible says, train your child properly. Yeah. you know, People that don't discipline their children are... uh, isn't there a proverb? I, I can't pull it off the, uh, but they, it's like, uh, it's like you're saying you hate your child if you refuse to discipline yes. your child because you are really preparing them to be an absolute bozo in life that no one likes. Alex loves when you say that word. Bozo. Yeah. It's a friggin' bozo. <laughs> no, and, and no one's going <laughs> to like you. Anytime you say it when you're preaching, I get like clown emojis <laughs> and like, what is he? What's if he used that word? Bozo was a clown. <laughs> But I'm just going to be honest with you. There's kids I don't like. <laughs> there are kids I don't like. Yeah. I don't want to be around them. I agree. Their parents agree. don't discipline People them. People are like, what? Like, you yeah. have a kids ministry? I do. But my kids ministry will not have bozos. <laughs> I don't like it. You know, it's funny because Dr. Jordan Peterson uh, talked about this when he was talking about um, family and life and, and making decisions. And uh, he warns against, 
And for those that, you know, if you've never heard of Dr. Jordan Peterson, clinical psychologist, University of Toronto, taught at Harvard, um, now under fire for his political beliefs, but, and social, socioeconomic beliefs and social beliefs. Uh, but he said this, like, don't allow your kids to do things that would make you not like them as a person. Oh, I agree. Don't allow your children <laughs> to do things that would make you not like them as a person. And I'm like, I totally agree with that. Like where we've talked about that, even with our kids, like where we we do not want, we've been in plenty of situations where people's kids are acting up or just being like, how do you not see that that's obnoxious, parents? How do you not understand that your child is completely obnoxious and like do something about it? Yeah, and it's not that we're like the type of people that like kids can't be kids. We get no. kids can be kids. Uh, but when kids are just blatantly disrespectful, can say whatever they want, um, and when I say, like, don't have a filter, I don't mean, like, they're out there cursing and dropping no. F-bombs. I just mean it's, like... Disrespectful. Your kid, kid shouldn't just be able to go up to an adult and ask them whatever they want. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, like, I'm sorry. Who are you again? Like, yeah, exactly. there's kids that get like that. And I'm, like, don't your parents ever teach you, like... You just don't do that. You don't butt in on someone's conversation. Right. You don't walk into their bedroom when they're visiting. <laughs> like, like, it's not it's cute. Like, there's, like, things that just... It's not cute to me. I don't know. Me. I was never... I don't know. I like, I know... Territory, I know not. I know um, parents think their kids are cute. Like, oh, cause, I mean, because their voice sounds small or something. But it's like, <laughs> I find it annoying when your kid does something that I would be, like, irritated at an adult for doing. Like interrupting a conversation, just barging in with no respect and like just interrupting a conversation. It's like your kid's a jerk. You've not disciplined your kid fully. And now your kid is not even this seven like and they're a jerk. Airing your grievances on kids. <laughs> your kid, your seven year old kid's a jerk. I hope this turns into a really positive podcast. <laughs> it's going to be positive because we're going to get to talking about spanking that seven year old kid. No, I, I just it's like I agree with what. Dr. Peterson said, it's like, stop allowing your children to do things that would make you not like them as a person or other people to not like them as a person. I know. I've actually told our kids, like, if there's something that I'm having a hard time with and I love you, like, I'm your parent and I'm right. the one that's going to have the most grace and the most love. And if I'm getting <laughs> to the point where that has diminished <laughs> that's annoying you're annoying said, me if if you're bothering me and i'm your mom and you know you're their dad i was like just think about everyone else who does not love you as much as i love or that don't even know you I think, you know what i mean i think kids think that everyone loves them as much as their parent loves them kids like think like if they that. even think about it <laughs> they just get to they just get this leash of freedom that they're used to in their home, they've never been trained. So then they go out in public and think it's all still the same. Right. And no, it's like if sweetie, I'm on a plane with rules. my kid and I'm irritated <laughs> by like noises he's making and being obnoxious or she's making being obnoxious, think about the people sitting around us. That's what I. They're tell like them. you know they're not my kids and that. I can tell you something, I don't like them. <laughs> and so it's like you got to keep an eye on that. You know, it's not wrong to discipline your kids. The Bible says to right. do it, Christian parents. Well, I mean, 
I feel like when it comes to certain things in the word of God, I guess really with anything, people kind of pick and choose what they want to believe and how far they want to implement it in their lives. Yeah. Same with things with marriages, things with parenting. It's kind of like they take it as a suggestion, but it's like, no, if you actually do and put in proper order of your marriage and proper order with your kids and proper discipline, then you are going to reap the benefits of exactly what, the word of God says you will have children that, you know, the word of God talks about that you're proud of, that they sing your praises, that they honor you. And, and then by them, by teaching your kids and disciplining your kids properly, you're actually setting them up for the benefits of life. Because if they don't learn to be respectful and honor you, I mean, the Bible talks about it, that your children who, who do honor their parents, what, live a long and satisfying life. So you actually are putting them in a bad place by not properly uh, disciplining them because you're setting them up for destruction later on in life. You're setting them up for destruction where they feel like they don't have to listen to a boss one day they don't have to do right things at work they don't have to take correction because you know and then it also sets them up for destruction because if they're not going to listen to and receive correction and authority from their natural parents why on earth do parents think when the lord and the holy spirit instructs them later on in life to do something that they're actually going to listen Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's already hard enough for them to listen to someone who's actually standing in front of them. Yeah. So from a voice from the Lord that's not physically there, what what do you think they're going to make the right decisions? You think they're going to listen? That's why it's so vital. I mean, when the Apostle Paul was dealing with all of this, that's the reason that when it comes to marriage and parenting, um, Paul's so hardcore on the order that's in a household. The order that's in a household, of course, he was inspired by the Holy Spirit. So it's actually the Holy Spirit that's hardcore on the order in a household. The husband being the head of the home. And he makes the analogy as Christ is the head of the church. Christ and the church are not co-heads of right. the church. In the same way that the husband and wife are not co-heads of the home. The husband's the head of the home. The wife, uh, the Bible says, is to be submitted to her husband as the church is to be submitted to the Lord. And, um, and then children are to obey their parents in the Lord for this is right. And if you obey your parents, it's the first commandment with promise that you'll have a long life on the earth and it will go well with you. It'll go well with you. There's an actual blessing for being obedient to your parents. Yep. There's a curse for dishonoring and being disobedient to your parents. Right. The, opposite, the opposite will obviously happen. If you dishonor your parents and disobey them, it won't go well with you and you won't live long on the earth. Right. In my house, I would have naturally not lived long right? because they'd have taken me out. Yeah. Uh, my just, parents... I mean, CPS, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's figuratively, but at the same time. Mm. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, you and I were raised in, in that same way. Like, belts... Anything that could have been around. My mom sometimes. has broken more hairbrushes on my butt <laughs> than I can count. Yeah, and you know what? We're better for it. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Yeah, for Thanks, breaking mom those hairbrushes on me. And then I, I got faster than my mom and bigger than her, and I would keep the kitchen table <laughs> in between us. And then I'd run around, and she'd go around one way, and I'd come around. And finally, one day, she got so angry trying to chase me, she just whipped the hairbrush at me. I can't picture that. Sister Bonnie did that. <laughs> Sister Bonnie, we know you're watching. 
with crimes against humanity with all her angelic grace and she is angelic beauty she you know an angel can still whip a hairbrush she angelically whipped it at me <laughs> at my head and the glory hit you the glory cloud that's right but but the, that's the one thing i do think of is like when i went I, I mean there was a time where for madeline uh that i was i felt like i was spanking her every day remember when she went through that like kind of a toddler phase mm -hmm. and she picked up some traits you know from some shows from caillou <laughs> friggin' canadian public television that was caillou a needs a beating i saw where your mouth was going <laughs> that was a good what, save. what was it you were not doing this on my public. podcast okay. i'm not going down i said canadian I'm not public. going down because what do you think I said? A Canadian public? Yeah, no, it was going there. See, <laughs> uh, see, I know you that well. Friggin' Canadian public television. <laughs> we know Caillou's not not living for the Lord. Yeah, little bald head brat. I knew where that was going. No, I <laughs> I, I was saying brat. I know what you're saying. Inside. But anyway, she imitated a couple of his little fits. I mean, threw herself on the ground. Yeah, that wasn't gonna fly with us. No. That kind of stuff isn't going to... But Happens once. I read a fantastic book that I still recommend to By, all moms. You talk about the Richard Fuggett book? I think it's Fugate. <laughs> I don't think so. I think so. I looked it up on Wikipedia. I think no. it's Richard Fuggett. No. Well, there is an E on the end, but it's a long A. Fugate? <laughs> that is his name. No, you just come on here and steal the show with <laughs> uh, your That's bad his words. name. That's the guy's name. He's the author of the book. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. Anyway. We're talking about rearing children. Brother Ted. <laughs> I don't know what to... Oh. It doesn't help when you say a word and then the background His laughs. name. <laughs> That's the guy's name. And it's a great book, by the way. Just Google Richard Fuggett, and it's... What's the name of the book? You know... <laughs> what's the name of the book? No, but that's his name. I just can with you. What's the book name? I don't name? even know why you asked you to come on anymore. What's his name? That's his name, but what's the book? Of the it's <laughs> why are you laughing? Don't laugh at that. It's what the Bible You're says You're trying to lead people's minds to a no, bad place when I'm just saying his birth name. I don't have to lead anybody. You're in the... That's his the, birth you're, name. You're in the driver's seat. I don't have to steer anybody anywhere. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just telling you, It's folks, what the Bible says what about... What the Bible says about child... Training. Training. <laughs> By. This is a disaster. Richard. Fugate. Fugate. <laughs> According to you, it's Fugate. But I don't According know. According to Richard. <laughs> you asked him? I did. Oh, my. This is this is real life. This is real life, guys. This is what I live with. <laughs> we have to oh. cut that one. Um, <laughs> no. We don't have to cut it. This is my podcast. That's no. going to be a real now. I am realizing now that Zach? his last name sounds like a bad word. You I are not just realizing <laughs> that right now. Just now. No, you're not. Saw no, you're when not. I said that last one, it's actually close to a curse word. And it's so it's probably Fugate. That's <laughs> what I've been trying to go with. That's probably what I think now that I rethink it. I think it's probably Richard Fugate. Because who's going to name their kid that? Richard Fugate. <laughs> Alex, I think probably need to wrap it up.
Oh, but kids. <laughs> Marriage. 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 <laughs> so Richard Fugate wrote a great book entitled I need a How to <laughs> Raise Kids in This Generation. I feel like my blood sugar's lowering. What is <laughs> What's you. the name of the thing? I have said it like five times. It's how to What the Bible what says, the Bible says about, about child training. Childbearing. Training. Child training. Wait, where are you? <laughs> we have derailed three times because of you. All right. And in that book. And what does it say, Ted? He talks about spanking. Yes. And tell him what he says. He talks about how if you apply that verse where you don't spoil the child, but you do the rod, if you can do that up until they're five consistently. I got it to like 12. That the spankings become less and less. It's that it's spaced out. It's Ask not my cousin like Jonathan like if they became less and less for him. I don't know. Phone him in then. Um, but no, I, I mean, I, I agree. You have to be consistent. But it That's where parents don't. It worked don't. with Maddie and it worked oh, with of Brooklyn. And there are cases where every child's different and they are more hard-nosed. And yeah. so that's Teddy. Yes. So he's seven and he still consistently gets spanked. But he's a male Shuttlesworth. So see, it goes a lot longer. It just, there was an exception in the book. For certain people. Was it in the footnotes? With certain last names. <laughs> well, the thing that I think where people miss it is the consistency of it. If you're not consistent with the correction, then it's it's not going to produce what you think or what you but, hope it's going to produce. But that's what I was saying with Maddie. I was like, you know, I kept thinking, man, I'm a bad parent. And it was hard. And I'd come to you teary-eyed. And you're like, nope, just keep staying on her. Keep, you know, telling her that's wrong. Keep showing her. And and eventually, she she never did it anymore. She's been a really really great and easy kid to have. She's wonderful. And and Brooklyn too. She's the same way. She Very just sweet. Say it, if I even look at Brooklyn like I'm upset, she breaks down yeah. and crying. She's just like, <laughs> no, daddy. Yeah. So like, I, I understand that every kid is different, and people are like, well, I've I've been trying that. I've been doing it. And the one thing I could say is like, don't give up on it. Keep doing it. The you know the does it matter who the child is, what kind of personality they have, I mean, how It matters who they are if you're spanking them. they got to be yours. Yes, Ted. You can't just spank someone what else's kid. What their personality is that I mean, you can. the word of God still works. Always. It doesn't matter. You just, it, 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 it's about molding their will, not like breaking it. Because you true. want strong. You want them to be strong. You want strong because when, when they're older, they don't cave to, you know, Things of the world and they don't cave to to different things, you know, that are coming at them with peer pressure and things like that. Right. So you don't want to break that. It's just about during the process of disciplining that you're molding that. Yes. And you're teaching them to obey authority and obey w what they need to do in life. Because I always think of their future. I always think of, like I said at the beginning, that verse. Like if they don't honor their parents, you're doing a disservice to your kids to 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 be knocked out of the blessing of God as they continue to get older. Absolutely. And it will hinder them in everyday life. It will hinder them in their school. It will hinder them when they get a job. It will hinder them once they get married and have kids. It just becomes a cycle for the rest of their life. And if, if things aren't dealt corrected. with, 
they will remain. Yeah. Like there's no, you know, as we've said on the broadcast and the podcast before, that there is no vacuum. You can't live life in a vacuum. There's going to be something pulling you one way or another. There's no neutral, if you will. You don't coast. So if you do, if there's something that's there, you can't just ignore it because it doesn't just go away. It's either going to control and gain more ground or it's going to be dealt with and be eradicated. If you don't, they get older, and then that thing that was a brattiness becomes an anger problem, you know, when they're older. Yeah. And, you know, everything about the Word of God and the kingdom is in order. It, it It's very specific. It's very in order. And so when you have kids that are just leading the way, doing whatever they want to do, no correction, there's disorder to it. And that really, really annoys me and bothers me the most when I see it. Tell the story about you know, when you're at the store and the little girl with the, the tutu on. Oh, yeah. That was at, that was at Old Navy. And I was there and she kept saying, Mom, I want this. I want this. And the mom, you know, there are some parents that handle things a little ridiculous. And, you know, I never publicly embarrass my kids. I will, Privately you know. Privately embarrass them. No, I mean, no. I have told them, I have absolutely said to all of them, I said, if you want to continue this way in public and embarrass me, I said, I'm more than happy to handle you in public if that's how you want to do it. I give my kids, you know, yeah, hey, yeah. you want to do this? Let's do it. No, I, totally. <laughs> you know, but I don't, that's not how I react at first. I'll lean down, I'll quietly say, you know, this is what we're going to do. They know when my voice changes, my eyes change, everything, and my demeanor changes. And, and, and they'll straighten up then and there. I've never had to. But I, I've definitely spanked them in public. I've had people turn the other way in an aisle because I was spanking my kids. But there's some stuff you, you do have to handle right then and there. You can't handle it later. Mm -hmm. But I was in Old Navy, and this little mom kept asking, uh, her mom for something and her mom was very kind she kept leaning down quietly saying you know we're not going to get that today this is what i'm going to get and the little kid got like brattier and brattier and then she just like smacked her mom in the face smacked her, her mom, mom right bent in the down face. and i thought oh lord jesus so i just kind of like went to rearranging the snicker bars and the bubble gum give you flashbacks and all of your I childhood yeah, I mean, like, I remember when I was little, when we lived in Coconut Creek, and uh, that was my first house I ever lived in. So I was real young, and we were at Publix, and we were crossing the street. My mom was holding my hand, and I was kind of like, you know when you're, like, pulling your kid a little bit because they're walking slower than you? Mm -hmm. And an older person was there at the crosswalk and, like, honked their horn because we were, were taking long to cross the street, and they just were impatient. people central down here, and they're yeah. impatient. And I went... Stuck your tongue out. <laughs> like that. Well, my mom let me have it right there in the parking lot, right outside by the trunk of the car. I did you know, like disrespect. Like, yeah, they honked, but you don't ever stick your tongue. That was a big thing. Like your tongue never comes out of your mouth. You never roll your eyes. I was never, you know, and I, I've done that with my kids. You know, they're like, your kids don't roll their eyes. I'm like, I've never allowed them to roll their eyes. Yeah. You have to stop it. Oh, one man, when time, I see people do that to their parents, I'm one like, One time, Ugh. Maddie did it at Gammy's house in Virginia Beach. She <laughs> rolled her eyes at something I said, and I saw her do it as I was walking out of the door frame, and I took one step back. She knew, you know what I mean? She like, knew what when she you did. rolled your eyes, and I took one step back. To, to correct it and let her know. And, uh, like, she was like, 
backing herself. She crawled in the back of the bed to the back of the corner. And I didn't even like go near her at the point. She just knew like, oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Like I'm about to get. Her spirit came out of her body. Pretty much. But I mean, like, and people are like, you, and and, so, and I have, my my kids are not scared of me. They're not scared of you. They know we love them. We kiss them. We hug them. They we, run up and kiss we, us all the time. They're hugging on us. We encourage them. We, you know, they're, they're very confident. They're very loved. But they also know that mom and dad hold authority. What we say, we do. What, what we promise, we keep. You know, our word is good. Yep. And that's just, it, it, it. It's just what parents have to do. You know, you're not best friends with your kid. And and going back to the disorder part, the Lord hates to see that. He, he, nothing about his kingdom, nothing about his ways are disorderly. So I hate seeing that. I hate seeing it in stores. I hate seeing it. I really think it bu- bugs me one of the most is when I see disorderly kids in church. Yes. I, I, I still can't or figure out. Or disorder of any kind in church bothers the Yeah, crap we, we out could of me. list along. I mean, I've, I could, pff, that could be a whole other podcast. I could be a whole other few podcasts. But kids disorderly in church, I can't figure this out yet because kids, for so, our parents, for some reason, think, church is a completely different place than everywhere else like a restaurant or anywhere everywhere else i mean i feel like parents just think we get into the church doors and all of a sudden kids or anybody can do whatever they want and i always want to figure out why do they think the house of god should be less than anywhere else right you know if your kid was running around at a movie theater right if someone's kid was running around a movie theater, out of their seat, in and out of their seat while people are sitting, running down to the front by the screen, you know, down at the front and back up the stairs, people in a heartbeat would have zero problem. I mean, zero problem. Like telling that parent, get your kid in order. It keeps coming out of the aisle. Get your kid in order. Why is it running down the stairs? Mm-hmm. Get your kid. Why is it down? We're all trying to watch a movie. They're being loud. It's quiet in here. Then you get in church and kids will do the same thing, in and out of the aisle, up and down. You're preaching and kids are just like running across like nothing in the world is going on right now. We're not having a service. God is not moving. People are not getting saved. People are, are not, you know what I mean? It's like all of that's happening. The anointing's there. People are getting prayed for. People are getting saved. And then what? Kids are just literally up and down the stairs, running in the front talking up down I, I look around and it blows my mind because i'm like why is the house of god not respected yeah no it, no one trains there, it, there's a training for everything i'm always like i was never allowed to do that worst no. spanking i ever got okay i was almost a teenager and um in our church there's an an area it's not in a basement but it's basement f- style it had like cement floors that kind of thing and we had uh what the assemblies of god called the royal rangers which is like the christian boy scouts and we were back there on a wednesday night and um something was happening we were indoors and again it's cement floors or whatever and i spit on the floor on the cement it's pretty sad i that spit you were almost a teenager doing that on the floor. Maybe I was like 10. And when I, that's almost, I mean, if you're going from zero to 13, 10's close to 10. But 
when my commander told my dad, your son spit on the church floor. Oh, my goodness. It was not good. It was one spank, one repetition. And it made it to this podcast. Made it to this podcast, but it was with a little handheld cutting board, like a paddle. Oh, that's a good one. And let me tell you something. Stung. It it convinced me never to spit in church. Again, it's a bad idea. But see? See what it did? To this day, I've never spit. And even on the church grounds. If I come in the parking lot, I won't even spit on the parking lot. And is your bum okay? My bum's still there. It's still there. It's still there. It was not removed surgically. And it's not numb. It's not numb. It's not broken, so guys. You're okay. I'm I'm okay. And your spirits aren't crushed. Like you don't. You I'm have to go any, back like... and think about some trauma that I had from my childhood with my parents. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, that's you're not the in reason. Counseling? There's Are you in counseling for that. I am actually. Therapy? I have three therapists. Anything? They all just told me to get over it, but. <laughs> I don't think they were actually certified, but uh, one guy was just a dude in an IHOP. But anyway, I um, I think that's partly why there's padding there. God gave you some extra padding. <laughs> he knew he was going to ordain spankings. You don't believe that? No, I do. He put muscle in the right spots. Sure did. And I'm fine today. I'm fine. Yes, you are. If you are. say it too many times, people really think you're not fine. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like that kid that got filled with the Holy Ghost when I scared him at youth camp. <laughs> and I came to his bunk and he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's drinking a code red Mountain Dew just like shaking on the bed. But yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true. Remember when I had to rebuke that guy like he was a kid in the service in in uh, Illinois? He was just like uh, talking to people while I'm still ministering. It's like a yes. service going on. He's just like loudly talking at the I altar to people, like, like having conversations. I kept looking at him and like looking back, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like he was four. Back. I I yeah. I was like, dude, it's so there's like a full traveling. service still going on right now. That's what exactly Be quiet. What he said. He's over there like. Giving his business cards and stuff. And I know. And like people talking. lined up at the altar. People I'm like laying like, hands on people. So anyway, I had to paddle him. I paddled him at the end of the service. <laughs> Works on kids or adults. You can tell he wasn't spanked as a kid. <laughs> yeah. It's not too, not too late. But uh, I just think parents get too scared because they get that fine line of, am I going to hurt my kid? Is my kid going to hate me? Is my kid going to be mad at me? But... You don't just spank, you spank, and you talk to them. They talk and explain it, yeah. I, I, I always, you know. Train them. Yes, that that's what it is, a teaching moment. When You know, when you go to the gym, same thing, when you're training your body. That's right. You obviously read, and what, what can I do to improve myself? Or what if you I have an actual trainer you're paying, mm -hmm. they're explaining to you. Right. They're not going to be with you for your whole life. They're explaining to you, right. this is why I'm having you do these uh, exercises. This is why I'm having you do this diet plan. This is why I'm having. They're telling you the why behind it because they're not going to be with you for your whole life, but they need you to understand the concepts to move forward in that area. Right. So that's the same when you when you spank your kid, uh, and that that's always what you end up doing. Like if you have to, you know, I, I sit there and kiss them up afterwards, mm -hmm. 
and and talk to them. You know, I love you very much. I don't want, you know, I tell them everything. You know, that the, the this Lord. This is why we can't do this. Mm-hmm. This is what the Lord has mommy and dad do in charge. This is, you know, this is what we have to do. And they've never stayed mad at us all night. They've never ever stayed mad at us at all. They've never like, well, no. I'm not talking to you. I'm mad at you. You, I, no. you spanked me. No. They hug us afterwards and give us a kiss, even though they're, you know, they cried and, you know, because they can understand we love them. I'm never, one thing that you have to put in place, you never spank your children because you're angry. Right. Or spank your children in anger. Right. You know, and. um, You can pause and not do it then. Right. If you have to give yourself a moment, there's times where I've been like that, where I'm just like, okay, I got to just. Step away for a minute. Yeah. And then I'm going to do the correcting. Yeah, you never spank your children out of anger. You never spank them when you're angry. Um, you know, c- take control of yourself and understand it's just something that has to be done. It's just a duty like any other parenting duty. You know, I have to take care of them. I have to feed them. I have to house them. I have to clothe them. I have to discipline them. And um, that's been something, you know, for me, it's the other side, which you've seen because our kids are so funny, you know. Our kids are so funny, and it strikes me funny, like, as I'm trying to get ready to spank them. We're like, Teddy, and I'm like, how many, though, Dad? But how many? (laughs) I think Teddy's been the funniest. And I'll have to turn my head because I'm, like, laughing at the the way he's The girls are just like, no, Daddy, no, Daddy, no, Daddy. Or no, Mommy, no, Mommy. But Teddy's like, how many? He wants a whole production. How many? How long? Yeah. How long? How many? Can you do it with my pants on? One more chance. One more chance. I'll, I'll, I'm telling you one more chance, Dad. I promise you right now I'll never do or it again. Or he'll try to get out of it and he'll be like, my stomach hurts. All of a sudden my stomach hurts. My stomach <laughs> hurts. A- you can't spank me. My stomach hurts. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not spanking your stomach. <laughs> I'll tell you, my dad one time to get out of a spanking had hidden a hymnal in his pants. A hymnal, so that the spanks would go onto the hymnal. Your dad was gonna get ready to get spanked. Yeah, by his dad, <laughs> and put a hymnal in his pants. When you're a kid, a hymnal's pretty obvious in I was your pants. Say, didn't as Papa an adult, worth like a hymnal's pretty obvious <laughs> in your pants. Think, why is his bum square? Is that a hymnal in your pants? It, it, it was a hymnal, a full out. For those that aren't churchy, a book of hymns, a hardcover book of hymns. And when his dad found out, he put the hymnal in there, got more spankings without the hymnal. Just take it. You guys got to take it on the chin and then move on. You know what I used to do? I used to act like I was real tough. And my dad would have to give me the belt. And I'd be like, doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt, dad. That, that doesn't hurt me. You're not even doing it that hard. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> It's just like that tough person. I was like, I was like, that doesn't hurt. You know, he'd be like, but realize that the more I said that, the more the spanking just came. (laughs) Stop saying that. It's like I didn't realize if I stopped saying it and just did the whole like, oh, dad, oh my gosh, dad, that's so bad. Like he would feel bad and stop. (laughs) Like the tough guy. You were too defiant. The tough I was. The tough guy. Uh, act worked against me. It definitely did. Yeah. And you could have used some more spankings. I'm going to be honest with everybody <laughs> watching. Um, I'm not going to lie. I probably know. could have. I'm I just was very much of a line crosser. I still crossing gave lines. my parents a run for their money. 
I love you, mom and dad. Thanks for raising <laughs> Thanks me. Thanks for spanking her. <laughs> um, Thanks for loving me. <laughs> Thanks for still loving me. <laughs> I think um, as children get older, you know, the thing that's impressed me is, you know, if you truly do train them and talk to them about what's right, what's necessary, what Jesus expects of their life and things like that, they start to feel their own conviction just like how we would explain to Maddie, like, you know, we're not going to be around you always. If you're watching your iPad or something and you see something on there that you think daddy or mommy wouldn't or Jesus wouldn't want you watching. And we're talking about kids shows. We're talking about kids YouTube or kids something on a children's channel. If you see something that you wouldn't, mommy or daddy wouldn't want you watching or Jesus wouldn't want you watching, then you just turn it off. You know, we're not always going to be looking over your shoulder. And, um, you know, there were times Maddie came to you and there was like friends that had recommended a show to her. Mm -hmm. And uh, what did she say to you? She was like, ah, I'm just not going to watch this anymore. And I was like, why? She's like, ah, daddy wouldn't like it. And Jesus. So, like, you know, she felt it. But that that's, that's the number one thing, I would say, to train your kids to hear God's voice at a young age. Right. Because if you, if you train them and you show them what to look for, what, you know, that feeling. That feeling's not just like, you know oh, it's a butterflies in my stomach. You know, that's how right. everyone plays it off. Or it's just, I ate bad pizza. You know, yeah. it, it's like, no, it, it. You can hear the voice of God inside. You can feel a different feeling. Feel conviction. Monitor that. Like, and so I, I always tell Maddie, even to this day, you know, she'll be 14. And there's some stuff that, you know, she'll watch because she's getting older. And it's, it's not bad stuff because we're still very guarded. But it's just, I'm always like, you know what, Maddie? If it's something that you feel uh, in your gut about, I was like, who cares? There's so many other things out there. Don't don't watch it. Don't push for it. And I I can for a hundred percent say like I trust Maddie. Yeah. And her judgment. Now I'm not a naive parent. Right. I still pay attention to things. I still look at her devices. I mean, oh my gosh, you look at her devices. That's not cool. Like mm, she lives in my house. We pay. She's 13. We pay <laughs> yeah. for her to live there. And those devices, yes, have been gifted gifted to her. They're still ours. So we have this say. You know, people will be like that. You you go in their room. Yeah, I do. You see that I, door? I, I, I pay, pay for, for that, that door. <laughs> pay for that door. Pay for that room. And people just, they don't, it, it does not, it does not comprehend to this generation of parents, like, to think like that. They think that their kid has their own privacy, their kid has their own this. Like, yeah, I, I respect her privacy. But at the end of the day, we hold the authority. We are the parents. And I feel like that's what lacks a lot in parental life is authority. And yes, big time. And running their 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 home well with that. They're, they just let things go because they feel like they don't want to make their kid upset or they don't want to, you know, see them cry or they don't want to make that decision. And it's like, I, this is not a time for that. They, they're going to have a little bit of time here and more time older and out in the world. So while they're with us, we have to have that authority. We have to properly teach them whether they like it or not. That's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. I was thinking about the, um, kids who like tell their parents what to do and it's like it's 
to me, it like it, it's like jarring because I can I, I can't even imagine being a kid and like ordering my parents around or like telling my parents what to do. It's like, yes. you know, there's people watching this right now. They're like freak out, like just freak, freaking out, thinking of like that that thought of like, oh, if I ever told my parents what to do, I'd be done for. You know? No, I I would I wouldn't. <laughs> Sorry. That was a big sneeze, I have to imagine. Can you do it quieter? I couldn't. It was big. You it's can be in flowers. control of your sneezes. I can't. No, you can't. No, I promise I can you. either sneeze loud or you don't I hear me. I couldn't do that one soft. I couldn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't. I was spanked as a child. <laughs> I think I'm just going to tell everybody to get that book, and then we can wrap it up. Who's the author of that? <laughs> hey guys, I think the podcast is over. The when the host leaves, it's the end. <laughs>